This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends, and Music where we uncover, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today, our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Hi. Natalie. Hello. <laughs> and on the board, our favorite jive turkey, Sam. <laughs> That's me. Yummy. I love turkey. <laughs> you do love turkey? I actually don't. Uh, deal with it. That's right, because it's our Thanksgiving episode. Yep. It is. This is a Thanksgiving episode, and some people are really beat down by the holidays. But there's some musicians who take it to another level, and not many can compare and compete with the festiveness of Mariah Carey and Huey Lewis. And we're going to talk about that today. (laughs) Do you like Thanksgiving, Charles? I do like Thanksgiving. Of course, the food, all the stuff that goes along with it. Family drama. Uh, yeah, there's always got to be a little <laughs> bit of family drama. Now, the big question, though. Yep. Cranberry sauce. Can or fresh? Our family, <laughs> there are people who like, who have different opinions, so we do oh. both. Ah, that's funny. So yeah. we have the regular made-from-scratch cranberry sauce. And, and then the one that's shaped like a can. There's one, yeah, there's one person <laughs> who wants the canned kind. Yeah, one person? One person. Uh, and for that one person, we have to have the canned. And you glop it out of the can and yes. it's still got the Oh, rings. yeah, it makes that. Yeah, and sound. it's still got the yeah. shape of the can. Yes, yeah, it's classic. Embossed in the. <laughs> <laughs> that makes for great Thanksgiving. Everyone's happy at your house. Yep. And no pump- oyster fucking dressing. No oysters ever. Good job. Yep, and pumpkin pie yeah. with Cool Whip. And it has oh. to be Cool Whip. It can't be like Walmart brand. <laughs> great value whip. Yeah, it can't be great value. It's got to be regular Cool Whip because okay. it tastes different. Oh, it does. That's right. Oh, God, I'm already feeling hungry. (laughs) Speaking of hungry. Yes. Let's get into these traditions. Thanksgiving discussions. Yep, Thanksgiving traditions. All right. I freaking love that that these artists get into it so hardcore because for me, I'm not a great cook, so mostly I just show up and bring, like, rolls or the iced tea. <laughs> yeah, I brought iced tea, everybody. Oh, so you're the cheap ass on the bringing list. Exactly, because uh, they know if it's going to be good that I should probably just... Yeah, exactly. You're just making it easier for yourself and safer for everyone. Now, I bring a charcuterie board Ooh. now now that it's become fancy. Oh, so that I'll get is. the little hams and cheeses and stuff. So oh, I'll hell do that, yeah. but I did not cook it. I just made it look pretty by spreading it out on it. <laughs> A wooden tablet. (laughs) (laughs) On the back of a blackboard. Oh, God. So uh, the first story I have, this is about Huey Lewis, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And this is called Death by Balloon. Ooh, okay. Isn't it rumored he's supposed to have a big penis? Is it? I think so. I have not not heard this. (laughs) Yeah, it's in the news. Wait, 
How did you hear this? I'm wondering. Guys always pay attention to <laughs> rumors of big schlongs. I think I heard it one time, but that's another episode, I bet. Let's and he stick calls with it the, the drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's probably thankful for it. Right. So we're talking about Thanksgiving. There we go. Way to bring yeah. him back around. Yeah. Wasn't Huey Lewis in that Robert Altman film? Was it yes. Shortcuts? And yes. I believe you actually get to see. Yeah, he's the pissing into a. Pond or a river. That's right. I yeah. forgot that. Trip. Yeah. Hmm. I know. And he was far away and you could still see it. So <laughs> bingo. <laughs> I usually look these things up. I'm going to not do that on this one. Oh. Yeah, you might not want to. Not but, uh, safe for work. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I will say he has some BDE because to do the stuff that he does with mm-hmm. the confidence that he does it, I feel like he's got some big dick energy. Oh. Damn. <laughs> it's hip to be square. Yeah. <laughs> or it's hip to be long. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. All right. Back to I think to... it's hip to be thick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, Huey Lewis, the singer for Huey Lewis and the News and his family, have continued a Thanksgiving family tradition since 1951. Whoa. That goes way back. Yeah, it goes way back. Dang. So Huey's grandfather was an attorney and a politician, and he had this great idea, a way to get free publicity for his campaign. He and his wife, Winifred, would volunteer as balloon handlers at the Macy's Day Parade. And they would have a photographer follow them around and take lots of pictures, which they would later use in the campaign trail. Uh, I'd vote for a balloon holder. I know. (laughs) I I would, yeah. So not only an office holder, but a balloon holder. A balloon holder, yeah. (laughs) I like that. So it's ironic that he used these pictures on his campaign trail because the first balloon that they were handlers for was Bobo the Hobo, (laughs) which was a drunk Bobo, which was a (laughs) drunk... Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> was a drunk Bobo. <laughs> so the first balloon that they were handlers for yeah. was Bobo the Hobo, which was a drunk hobo with X's for eyes. Oh, God. And it yes. was a balloon with this tattered attire because yeah. it looked like a homeless person, oh. which it was. <laughs> Poor Bobo. Poor Bobo. Yeah. And why anyone thought that this would be a great idea for a balloon. Yeah, to have a homeless-looking <laughs> person <laughs> floating through. Oh, God. This is before PC, obviously. Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I guess the drunk hobo did not go over well <laughs> because the next year they recycled it and made it into a baseball player. Which they were also handlers for. Okay. And then the year after that, it was a fireman. Wow. I didn't know you could alter balloons. I didn't know. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. I guess they painted the costume back on and the X's for eyes, I hope. Yeah. Hopefully they changed (laughs) it. Everyone had X's for eyes. (laughs) Oh, poor Bobo got ousted after one year. (laughs) It was probably good that he did. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, Hugh's sons were old enough to hold the balloon, they took part in the tradition as well. Oh. So they continued on. And now I think they have a rule that you have to be 18 to hold the balloons. But back then it was probably pretty much anything goes. Because hobos and everything, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) You can get away with murder. Yeah. Ooh. Foreshadowing. So in 1981... (laughs) 
<laughs> Foreshadow. Okay, yeah. yeah. In 1981, Huey and his dad were on the underdog balloon team, oh. which, by the way, used to be wow. my favorite balloon. Oh, yeah, I remember underdog. Yes. Yeah. And I... In 1981, I probably was not watching Underdog, but that yeah. was always the balloon that I would always watch for. I love the Underdog the, one. The nostalgia aspect. Yeah. This was the first year that Huey walked in the parade, and he did walk with his dad and his brother. No. Yeah, so it was cool. His grandfather had since retired because it was. It takes a little bit of strength to hold on oh, God. Uh, to yeah. those ropes. Right. And it's a long walk. Oh, yeah. Huey continued the tradition with his father even after he became famous. Really? Yeah. And he would wear disguises, and very few people knew the secret. His father was a captain on the underdog team for oh. a long time. What? And that's the guy that blows the whistles, and, and he has arm signals, to hand signals to tell you which oh, direction God. you're going down the road. That's one of those things you don't realize there's that much involved. Right. You just think you're just holding for dear life onto a balloon to keep it from flying away. Right. Yeah. yeah, mostly I think he, the balloon captain signals with a whistle. Okay. Let everyone know which direction they're going oh. and what they need to do. Yeah. So Huey had to pay attention to his dad. Yeah. But after Huey became famous, he would continue on. He only missed one year, uh-huh. and that's because he had a tour commitment. Oh. And they were playing at someplace out of town. So the he, damn news got yeah, in the way. Psh, yeah. Fame. <laughs> he had to go sing Hip to Be Square or something. Or I'm guessing that his disguise that he would wear so no one would know who he was, right? is he would probably just ditch the skinny tie <laughs> and the suit that he had the popped up collar uh-huh. and the sleeves pushed up to his elbows, <laughs> and no one would even know because he looks like just some regular <laughs> dude anyway, right? Oh, yeah. One of those late 80s, early 90s. He puts on a sweater, and is like, that's a perfect disguise. Yeah. You look like every New Yorker. <laughs> In 1997, during the parade, high mm-hmm. winds caused the cat in the hat balloon to hit a lamppost. Whoa. It was pretty windy. And part of the post was knocked loose and crashed down on a bystander. And they got a severe head injury and they were in a coma. Oh, God. Go there for just a fun Thanksgiving morning and you end up in a coma? God. So the parade officials were trying to figure out what to do. The New York cops jumped into action. Uh And you know they've been waiting for this moment. (laughs) All the rest of the balloons that were on the route, they pulled them down and started stabbing them and stomping. <laughs> oh, no. Right. In front of the kids, on TV, everything. I don't oh remember this God. in 97. No. I don't think I was watching it then. Oh, my God. Um, so kids are seeing balloons yeah. get stabbed? Yes. And Huey was part of the Barney team. <laughs> oh, Which was no. directly behind Cat in the Hat. Yeah. And... Police officers pulled his balloon down and started stabbing it. <laughs> oh, God. And children were crying and people were freaking out. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, and I don't oh. think they knew that the cat in the hat that was a little bit further up had injured someone and they yeah. had gotten loose from people. And so they just saw this disturbing oh. thing where the New York cops were getting all... New Yorky. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure television went to a commercial or went to the Rockettes. I don't think they did. I think they were showing it. Did they? And then after they stabbed Barney, they went on to the Pink Panther and stabbed the Pink Panther. Oh, crap. You know what? I know people could be upset about Barney. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But the Pink Panther 
He has a really cool theme song. Oh, and man. And you had with... Peter Sellers represent you in real life. No. Right. Oh, God. What yeah. did Pink Panther do to them? Not a thing. But I am pretty sure that they were <laughs> waiting for that moment to get all stabby with the... I know. I'm glad they didn't get their guns out. <laughs> I mean, good God. <laughs> or tase them. And... People caught in the crossfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So the parade goers were pretty angry at the cops for this. Oh, yeah. Because they were unaware of what had happened <laughs> up earlier in the parade. And the bystanders got rough with the cops and oh. caused a whole melee oh, no. about killing Barney and the Pink Panther. It was pretty traumatic for everyone who was involved. Yeah. Especially Huey. Poor Huey. So their family tradition ended in oh. 1997. Oh, wow. At the death of Barney. Because it was... <laughs> Traumatic. <laughs> oh, God. So ended almost 50-year tradition because of New York violence. cops got stabby yeah. with Barney. <laughs> that just killed Thanksgiving. And basically. Oh. And the balloon. The balloon. Yeah. Killed Thanksgiving, the balloon, and basically balloon animals ruined Thanksgiving in yeah. 1997. Oh, I wonder if there was like some voice of Barney going, and I don't know, is that Barney? But yeah, I'm getting it stabbed and I'll, I'll give it, I'll go with it. What's a Bar- What's that Barney song? Was it the I love you? Yes. You love me. That would be, okay, so oh my God, this could be a really good, yeah. So play that music and you got... A new horror movie. Oh. Can you imagine? It starts getting oh. dark, and Barney starts deflating. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> you love me. It would be scary. <laughs> I think we've got something we need to uh, start trying to raise money for. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get to work on that one. The Barney Balloon horror movie. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to talk a little about good old Mariah Carey. She's a favorite. Diva. Big time diva. Mm -hmm. Yes. In fact, it turns out that she is a big fan of Thanksgiving. I can see that. Let's go into this. It's going to be an interesting one. In this glamorous world of singer Mariah Carey, Thanksgiving isn't just a holiday. It's a grand celebration of excess and extravagance. She does seems to put everything over the top, whatever she does. She probably has oyster stuffing. Oh, God. No, please <laughs> don't ruin Thanksgiving with that. But uh, she probably has 10 different dressings you can choose from knowing okay. her. But uh, Mariah loves nothing more than gathering her entire family together at her home on the day of Thanksgiving And they revel in the spirit of gratitude and indulge in the most lavish feast imaginable. Hmm. It might be weird. There's got to be so many things to choose from for the feast. (laughs) (laughs) Turkey stuffed donuts. Who knows? The interesting thing about this, though, is before they get into this whole big feast for Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. Mariah has a peculiar tradition that sets her Thanksgiving apart from all the other regular Thanksgivings that we celebrate. Okay. So every year before the massive feast that they partake in, Mariah takes charge and leads a reenactment of the historical meeting between the pilgrims and the Native Americans. (sighs) Now, I don't know if Mariah actually 
says the term Native American. I'm sure she doesn't. Yeah, I'm sure she goes with other words that were used in the past. But we'll refer to the Native Americans. Now, she takes great pleasure in assigning roles to her family members. She decides who's going to be the pilgrims and who are going to be the Native Americans. Lord. Now, Mm -mm. there's a point or a purpose to her choosing who she chooses. The twist on her reenactment is she will choose the family members that she doesn't particularly like or she's pissed at them, and she makes them the Native Americans. Oh, no. Now, if you're in good with Mariah, you're going to be a pilgrim. But she give them beads. Oh, we'll get to the gift bag. (laughs) (laughs) Now, she includes everyone at the party. She even uses all eight of her Jack Russell Terriers. She's got eight (laughs) dogs. And she attaches little gobblers around their heads so that they have a little thing hanging off their chin. And she lets them run around representing the wild turkeys in the field. (laughs) I realize that this is not our Christmas episode, but please tell me that there's a follow-up at Christmas that she makes them the eight reindeer. (laughs) Oh, that would be so awesome. One with a red nose. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And so... With all this pressure put on who's going to be Native American and who's going to be a pilgrim, it really makes all the relatives nervous to go to this Thanksgiving celebration because no one wants to be the Native American. That just means you're in bad weather. Man, this is like the godfather. Oh, I know. She's such a... God, I want it my way. Right, controlling brat. Yeah, you could see her saying, put on this feather right now. Pilgrims are so freaking good anyway. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Was is she like the sexy pilgrim? Oh, there's like a bodice. Can you imagine where the it's like the skirt is real short and right, (laughs) and she wears that little black hat with the little buckle on it. She hasn't mixed up who the good and the bad guys in the story are. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think they don't do this anymore. Well, elementary schools. She read the kid version. Yeah, yeah. They don't actually tell that version anymore in at least the more progressive elementary schools. Mariah. Mariah Carey's Thanksgiving pageant. That's what it should be called. Un-PC. <laughs> Mariah Carey, very un-PC When you know the pageant. history aspect of this, you're like, oh, you feel like you're so Native American side because uh, those pilgrims were screwing the, the Native Americans over. But the men wore tights, too. Now, here's the thing, though, is that uh, Nick Cannon... Mariah's ex-husband, ex-husband. He, in fact, had been a Native American for the last three years (laughs) of their six-year marriage. I can't believe it went along with this. That's so insane. Why do ever? I don't understand why her family goes along with this. Now, what's worse than being a Native American in Mariah's pageant is that Nick is also told by Mariah that he's the Native American that takes care of the reservation. So he has what? to stay at the teepee and not be a part of the historical meeting reenactment. What? The, this is the so. most stupid pageant ever. <laughs> and she just makes him stay there over where the Native American she is abusive. Area is. She is abusive and she's a horrible person. Well, it it got to the core of Nick. So it got to the point he dreaded the holiday of giving thanks. 
because <laughs> he just knew what was coming. And he couldn't stand the thought of every Thanksgiving sitting in a teepee while the rest of the family enjoyed the comforts of the Pilgrim settlement. Wait, so he didn't get dinner? Well, no, and he would get dinner, but while everyone is doing the reenactment and greeting and talking, oh. he had to sit and take care of the reservation. Okay. Yeah. The- mm. Now, Nick decided he'd had enough of being assigned the role of the Native American under Mariah's pageant, which was part of his reason for divorcing Mariah. Because when they divorced, it was noted that it was due to irreconcilable differences. Right. That was probably part of it. And he had reservations. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) You asked earlier. Why the hell do the family members partake in this thing? Yeah, I want to know. Why would they keep coming? Because this is abusive. Of course, after they go through this whole process of this stupid pageant, at the end of the reenactment, everyone then gathers for the big feast where Mariah then presents everyone with a goodie bag. And the goodie bag is shaped like a small teepee. And each (laughs) are filled with blanket and beads. Okay. So it's taking it a little far. I know. It's a whole nother thing. So is it like a fancy? I don't know. know. I haven't seen one, but Hmm. some beads and a blanket. Okay. But the only reason the family really goes above all else is because Mariah arranges to have a fleet of limos to take her and all the family members shopping the day after Thanksgiving. Black Black Friday. Friday. Of course. Mariah arranges to have certain shops closed to the public to let her family go on a shopping spree. Okay. This is what makes Mariah so excited about Thanksgiving. It's the start of the Christmas holidays and her chance to make a shit ton of money on her song, All I Want for Christmas is You. (laughs) And you know what? That song, I think they're declaring it the most popular Christmas song now. Really? But... It was released in 1994, and since then, it has earned her 60 to $100 million on that song alone. Dang, let's write a Christmas song. Oh, we got to. I, I don't want all the, the Pilgrim Native American part of it. No. I just want to write a Christmas song that people like. That just Maybe about, generates us money. How about the cops stabbing balloons? <laughs> Is that festive? <laughs> With Barney getting slashed. <laughs> oh, God. That that de- definitely made for a fun parade. <laughs> but then this also makes for a fun event, too, doesn't it? Ugh, such a mess. That's so crazy. Oh, I know. <laughs> no words for this because it's just such a crazy thing. And can you ma- Okay, so it how is. do they find out? Does she send them, like, do they have to dress they dress the parts of the pilgrim oh, no. and the Native American. She has the costumes there. Okay, so ha- yeah. are they alerted when they arrive, or do they get something in the mail that says, "Do you know, do you know?" Uh, they just get the, uh, of course, the invitation. But then, of course, they don't know what they're going to be until they get there. Oh, oh yeah. I, Lisa, I like to imagine that it's like in Harry Potter when the owl sends you your letter, except it's a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> a turkey. F- uh-huh. <laughs> You get that. Oh, a pilgrim sorting hat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They put on the pilgrim hat and it tells you if you're Native American or a pilgrim. Not pilgrim, not pilgrim, not pilgrim. (laughs) (laughs) So the poor family suffers until they get to go on their shopping spree. This is insane. 
It's a whole nother level. What does she do it to her kids too? Oh, the kids are all involved. All the kids are pilgrims. Yeah. And unless so. they piss mommy off. Oh. This is worse than the wire hangers, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to piss her off like no. a couple months ahead of Thanksgiving because she'll cow. remember it, I'm sure. That's the fun of Thanksgiving for Mariah. Thank God my family is just semi-normal. Yeah. <laughs> All we worry about is where did the cranberry sauce come from? Right. A can or is it fresh? Charles, you talk. <laughs> okay. I think I can make it through this one, but you're putting pressure on me now. So welcome to the Lone Star Salute. My favorite part of the show. Oh, my gosh. Heck, yeah. We get to celebrate those people that are pissed. And And give one-star reviews. Yep, one-star reviews to bands, recordings, concerts. Venues. Yeah. You got to be pissed to do a one-star. Right. To put the the effort into it. That's why we made the Texas flag. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So I've got a one-star review. It bashes Mariah and one of her songs. Okay. Yeah. This was done by Captain Magnanimous. Sounds enjoyable. He poses the question, Mariah Carey requires a cunting, doesn't she? I don't even know what that is, but okay. Yeah, uh, I think it's just a bashing. Not for her annoying whine on every song. Not for her making songs with D-list rappers in a futile attempt to appear relevant. Not for having an ass the size of a beanbag. Not due for her, her tantrums and crazy demands at venues. Okay. Now, this was an interesting one he threw in, too, and this is actually a quote she did. Not for her quote, which she said, Whenever I watch TV and see those poor, starving kids all over the world, I can't help but cry. I'd love to be skinny like that, but not with all those flies and death and stuff. What the (laughs) hell is the matter with this woman? This woman requires a cunting when you hear something expressed as sad as that i am never gonna sing along with another mariah song yeah oh i know i've, I've, I've I... read that, that quote is a jackalope tale by the way oh is it really mm-hmm. oh it's real yeah and then also not for the fact that although being half a century old she still behaves like an over sexualized teenage girl despite increasingly looking like a drunken transgender granny <laughs> <laughs> Not for any of these reasons, you know why she's being cunted? That fucking song. All I want for Christmas is you. But this is a cash cow, so, I mean, <laughs> I can't kick her in the crotch. Everyone wants to write that song then, or sing that song. Oh, God. What They're the just heck? jealous. I know, I know. I think that's jealousy. And Granted, then... it's Mariah doing it, but. Oh, I know. I know. From reenactments to all this stuff, she's got a crazy life you know when she gets that really high note it sounds like air going out of a balloon (laughs) so maybe it's barney dying so if we take that high note wait speaking of balloons being popped that is confirmed to be a jackalope tale oh it was a it was apparently a satirical interview but it took off like wildfire oh my gosh wait she said it no she did not say it It was some kind of satirical interview for a publication called cupcake so <laughs> satire means that she said it? 
(laughs) (laughs) They're saying that it was, let's see. After a satirical and fictitious Mariah Carey interview appeared on the internet in a web publication called Cupcake in early 96, Mm, the damaging sentence cited above was lifted from it and quoted in Vox magazine, from which the British newspaper The Independent picked up the story in May. So it was a satirical, fictitious interview. It doesn't say whether they interviewed her and it was satirical or whether it was like someone else posing as her. That's not clear in this article, but either way, it was not real. Whoa. That was a harsh statement, so I'm glad it's not real. I'm so glad it's real because I was like, what? That was one of those where it's, oh my God, and she still is performing. Right. She's singing We Are the World and saying that. Yeah. Oh, God. Did she sing on We Are the World? I think she was too young then. Because that was like the age of Lionel Richie, Wham, Boy George. Yeah, she, she wasn't was a, on it. Yeah, she was a baby. But what do you have for your well, one-star salute? Huey Lewis and the News. This Ooh. is a review of I Want a New Drug. And this reviewer's name is Mrs. Phyllis Banks. And Mrs. Banks says, Wow, just what youngsters need to hear these days. Not just more of the old drugs, but new drugs. (laughs) Kids today are never happy with anything. They are just high as kites and ungrateful for what they have. Damn kids. What these kids need is a good haircut, a little discipline, and a lot of church. When you have Jesus in your heart, you don't need drugs. Drugs are everywhere. I guess the world is going to hell in a handbasket strapped to the handlebars of Huey Lewis's bike. Here's the news about Huey. Get a real job and stop dealing drugs. Whoa. (laughs) Man, she was taking him, literally. Mr. Banks sounds, I bet you Mr. Banks is a happy dude. Oh, God. Or he takes a lot of drugs. Right. Yeah, just to (laughs) hang in there. (laughs) Oh, man. That was really informative and a a good Thanksgiving episode. It is. I feel grateful and thankful. I am grateful. Yeah, I am thankful. And I would like to have some gravy now. Oh, my gosh, yes. But you know what the gravy is? What? A happy ending. It's that happy ending. Happy ending. Uh, You got to love a happy ending. We're going to recap our stories for today. Yeah. Death by Balloon. In 1997, the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. There was a person who was hit by the cat in the hat balloon, and they were injured. I do not think they died. Oh, I I think they were in a coma for a month. Dang. And the whole Huey Lewis thing is oddly disputed. Oh. So we're not sure if his family started this tradition or not. Gotcha. So it was in Parade Magazine. You remember that? Oh, my gosh, yes, with the Sunday paper. But there's a lot of back and forth on whether this really happened with Huey's grandfather. What's his name? But, yeah, there's a lot of dispute whether that was his grandfather or a different Huey or Hugh. Okay, gotcha. And then the uh, story on Mariah Carey, I found... Issues all across the board. Some are like, no, there's no such thing as this. 
It sounds so extravagant and crazy. It could be her. It's another level. But it's also like family members could be taking stabby, Barney stabby. pot shots. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because she's made 60 to 100 million on one song. So maybe Nick Cannon was like, "Eh, (laughs) I got some grievances here. Yeah, I'm expecting some checks around Christmas time. (laughs) But... Yeah, so we're not quite sure on what is real and what's a jackalope tale on that one. Man, gotta love Thanksgiving and the tales that go along with Thanksgiving. Oh, they make very interesting stories. Makes me thankful that we're able to tell them. So these are possibly jackalopes for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I think everyone should start jackalope Thanksgiving traditions. Oh, yes. Some crazy family holiday stuff that you do. Yeah. And let us know for the next Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be fun to start just some kind of wacky tradition. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving's already wacky enough. You have to bring all your family members in. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's tense. My family all pretty much gets along, which is good. I'm going to come up with a crazy tradition and make uh, everyone do it. You really I'm not going to make them dress up like pilgrims. No. <laughs> That's too much of a pain in the ass. But it might involve balloon animals. Oh, there you go. So we might do something like that. Oh, I'll want to know about it. Maybe I'll be invited. We'll post on our page. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you have a Pink Panther outfit? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be looking for one right after we finish. Perfect. Uh. Sold. (laughs) So everyone, thank you for listening. Please follow the links on our show notes and find us on all the socials. Yes. Subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcast. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? Yeah. No, no, I don't have a turkey. It's not a good turkey, turkey noise. noise. I don't have a turkey noise. There you go. <laughs> That's the perfect thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Christmas. The donkey's for Christmas. Mary rode in on the donkey. Mary rode Joseph's ass all the way to Bethlehem. (laughs) 